Ahoy! Welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast. Back once again. Nine facts coming to you from us. The mission that you have is very simple. Decide whether they are worth remembering and sharing or worth being thrown in the big bin of nonsense. My name is Dan. Thank you for being there. This week, stuff about wee secrets, pop-up apologies, and the inspiration behind one of the most famous lines in pop. Mark is here too. What do you got? This week, it's National Pretzel Day. So I've got a pretzel fact. How a crime author turned crime detective and a film that you'll never see. I'm not a fan of pretzels, you know. Depends what type of pretzels, not the American kind. Connor, what do you have? I think they're massively overpriced, though. Mm. Always expensive. What are your facts, Con? Uh, Right, we're going to talk about the sayings, where where that's come from. Uh, Losing a head and holding your wee. There you go. We threw you a little bit, but you dragged it back, didn't you? Well done. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Pretzels around. Stay there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I enjoyed that, Connor. Because you... You could really see like the cogs in your brain turning where you were thinking about pretzels for a bit and then you thought, well, they are a bit overpriced. And then you were chucked, get your facts, and you went, uh... There was three cogs. Three cogs, right? Three cogs. We'll let people in a little secret here. Three cogs. So, one, pretzels are overpriced. Yeah. Two, need to sell my facts. Three, Betty's rumbling. Is it IBS or am I hungry? They're the cogs right now. These are the three cogs in Connor's brain, and that's right, people. Connor thinks he has three cogs in his brain. Mm. So, as you're listening to this... You are listening to a ticking time bomb, which you won't know because of the joys of editing. But there could be a moment very swiftly, Connor, where you have to run out of the studio. Could be. And go to the toilet. Absolutely. Your dear be. old IBS. Could be a smell. Come mark second fact and you might go, boy, go leave. Go yeah. take a minute. Either that or it might be a load of bull we're smelling. Oh, yeah. there we go. Mop it up on your way out. Absolutely. Right, I tell you what, let, let's get on. Let's get on for your poor old failing stomach. What's your first fact of the show? Okay, so the wood frog, which is a type of frog called the wood frog is it made out of wood no looks like wood can hold its pee for up to eight months so wood frogs in alaska that's where they're from uh yeah they've been known to hold their urine for up to eight months sticking it out through the region's long winters before relieving themselves once temperatures increase so the urine helps actually keep the animal alive while it hibernates so with special microbes in their gut that recycle the urine into nitrogen so yeah they're allowed to store it in their stomach and you think you need to leave this show, maybe, because you need a <coughs> Well, be more like a wood frog. Channel a wood frog, hold it in. Well, it's safe, it's safe to say there's one thing that's come from this fact. What's that? You well, know a second what... fact. Yeah. Wood frogs, 100%, have huge urine infections. 
Bladder infections. You should never hold away. UTIs. That's yeah. what they've got. <laughs> but they, um... You could do with this. What do you mean? said. What are you talking about? <laughs> you wee loads. I know, yeah. You, you every, everywhere, I've, everywhere, I've known you a while now, we've done a lot together. You wee everywhere. You're kind of like a dog. You have when to leave I, your when scent. When have we been to a place where I've notably weed? Here? Yeah. Yeah. Here? Yeah. yeah. I've been for a beer before. Well, you know, here's the thing. <laughs> you can't bring up going for a beer because I've got a terrible seal. As soon as I've broken that seal, bam, I'm there all night. Right, we've, we've had this before. The seal does not exist. Well, I can tell you it does exist. It does. It, it does not exist. I think we spoke about this, didn't we? Yeah, we did, and the seal does not exist. What actually happens is that alcohol just creates more urine because of a chemical inside of alcohol. So that's why you need to wee more. Not because you've broken the seal, but because alcohol but no, creates no, 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 more but urine. It, but explain to me this. Yes. How come I can hold it and hold it and hold it, but then when I've been to pee, I need to pee more? That's breaking the seal. I've broken the seal. Might be a mental Doesn't thing. Doesn't matter what I'm drinking. Might be a mental thing, but it's not a physical thing. Mental yourself, you mug. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I um I I need to pee a lot. Yeah, no, I I, I, I couldn't hold my wee. Um and I don't wee much. But when I hold it, pain. I get pain all down my legs. Awful. eight months. Like just go for a wee, innit? How are you at holding in a number two? Oh, yeah, it's, so there's nothing better. I there's actually better uh, I saw a Reddit thread the other day that said is there a feeling in the world better than, you know, the climax of sex? And uh, someone quite rightly suggested the best feeling is when you're desperate for a poo and an absolute log comes out. Yeah, no. It's nothing uh, like that satisfaction. I, I think it, it's, so. it's when you're so desperate that, like, you start getting, like, your legs shaking and you're trying to do whatever you can to hold it in, doing the little down. Is that when you climax? <laughs> We're talking about poos here, mate. Oh, okay. I don't, um, I don't know what the other one's <laughs> I've learned. That, uh, yeah, holding it does help. I also have a, a, a wipe instigates more poo. Me. So when you when you wipe, when Haley wipes, he said this last week. So sometimes I I I I because I've got IBS. Corner has IBS. Corner has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. <laughs> you can you can go and then you need to go, but you you're not really going, and it's it's very uncomfortable. Oh, because it's like stimulating the muscles. Yeah. And then when you that. wipe. Then it's like, you know, I'm, I'm ready for the next right. dose. Put that on the timer. How long has it been since we've d- descended into full-on fecal chat? Yeah. Well, proper, re- proper toilet chat this week. Realistically, when we bought up the wood fog from Alaska, it was only going to go down the lane of wasn't it? That's where we are. Facts. That's where you get here on Baffled. So it's a good mm-hmm. fact, that. Eight months. Keep yourself warm. Download and, and subscribe. Create nitrogen. Mark, give us your first fact of the show. Now, of course, as you know, today, April 26th, oh, National Pretzel Day. I mean, you've actually pretzel. timed it as well for when we've recorded this when it releases, you f***ing weirdo. April 27th yeah. last year, you were sat there. Oh, you know what I'm going to do next year? Yeah. That's Have you actually tricky. seriously sat here and timed this pre-record and gone, oh, April 26th, is that what's happened here? It's called organisation, Connor. Give us your pretzel fact. So, pretzels started back in 610 AD, and the shape of them resembles arms crossed in prayer, and they were given as a reward to children who learnt their prayers. So that is why a pretzel was shaped the way it is, because it represents your arms crossed in prayer. You were, at school the type of geek oh, that gosh. had the big, big, big stationary pot, weren't you? You had the huge, huge, huge stationary little thing with all your different pencils. I had one of those little metal, metal cases. Yeah. You know, those ones that... Because there's different station. forms of geek. You've got the one that is the gamer. Yeah. You've got the one that, like, you know, paints all the little figures and stuff like that. But you were the one that had, like, the... Ri- if you needed a rubber... You'd ask smart heads. So Absolutely. I'm not, look. Can you? Do you think? I, yeah. I, think I don't so. want to characterise us to a degree. Well, I mean, the fact I'm, that he's kind of planned this for release day. Well, I, I don't want to characterise us, as I say. 
And I know that occasionally this podcast becomes way more squabble than fact. But it's a comedy fact podcast and you're bringing something about pretzels being made up from people praying. I think that's an interesting fact. Did you... T- right, just to continue what Connor said. When you were at school, did you used to take a pencil case? <laughs> yeah. To year 13, to finish school. <laughs> yeah, what else did you keep your pens in? Connor, did you have a pencil case? I can tell you this for free. I never took a pen. I would, you know, I would borrow pens. Never give them back. You're that person. Yeah. Stationery did make me dribble a little bit in year nine. What, like get excited? Yeah, oh, God, yes. I used to walk down Woolworths like... When I was in year eight and I did have a pencil case, I would, I would, uh, and you know, bear in mind, I, I went to a very, very like uh, conservatively, conservative school, I would say. Um, like it was a religious school in all intents and purposes. Uh, we w- I would draw like rock emblems on my pencil case. Oh, look so at you, you I'd rebel. Like, you know, like I had heard, I'd heard Highway to Hell by ACDC. That was it. And the logo was going on my pencil case. Yeah. Safe to say that the uh, facts went down like a ton of, ton of shit. You got any questions to ask about? And yeah, oh, no. you, you've saved that for a whole year, Mark, as well. I know. No, I, I, know. I, 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 I a reminder on my phone exactly a year ago. I didn't know pretzels were praying. Great to know. Yeah, yeah. And what, what, also, yeah. the word pretzel comes from the Latin word pretiola, which means little reward. Oh, I'll tell you what, that's more interesting. Well, I'd have got to it if you hadn't a shit all over the facts. So when were pretzels created? 610 AD. Are we talking about... So the ones that they got as a soft tree, pretzels, the soft yeah, ones, yeah, not not the little ones, not 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 the little hard ones, no. Not your not your cinnamon coated ones that you get for Mr. Pretzel in Westfield. No, that's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, the soft ones. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he's I mean, they probably weren't those... cinnamon based at that point. Mr. Pretzel probably didn't exist. But I find it quite hard to break pretzels ones, yeah. down. Oh, are we talking about your IBS again, or like before you? Oh, okay, your indigestion. Yeah. Great. Hard How have break. we come back to a lot of dough in it? Yeah, it's just thick, cloggy. It really. Just clogs you up I if I was a car BMW D40 would recover that I pretzel just, situation I just can't imagine someone going because in British s- shopping centres so malls the only place you really find a pretzel is normally on uh, along the middle you know when you've got y- your shops on either side and then right down the middle yeah. by the escalators you've got your your phone shops you know buy phone cases you've got the guy trying to sell you Sky TV and then you've got the pop up pretzel stands I can't fathom anyone going downtown and choosing to have that when there's well, so many more no. delicious treats around. I, as, as but if you're a kid who's just learnt your prayers, you'll be like, oh, deserve it. A hot cinnamon pretzel is, is really good. But again, like I said earlier, it's the price. On the train on the way in here, there's a new little cafe that's opened on the station that I get off to get the train here. And it's like six fifty for two pretzels. It's yeah. mental. £6.50 for a bread, ultimately bread, that is shaped as a prayer. Right? Yeah. 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 Maybe that's why, because you're paying your penance with it. Absolutely. First fact of the show for me, I want to take you back to the mid to late noughties. Do you remember the Nintendo Wii? Oh, I love the Nintendo Wii. Still got one. Yeah. So, well, you can try this out and you can let me know. Hang on. You live with your girlfriend. Yes. You brought the Wii from home. Yeah. I actually think that's a great move. No, but you know what Thank it is? You. Yeah. It's, you know, you're sitting there of a, of a quiet, oh, a quiet central Friday night. Your girlfriend looks at you. Shall we do it? Yeah, we should do it. She... Undoes a few buttons, turns around. What's Mark doing? Do, 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 setting up Wii Bowling. What should we do? The 100 Strike Club? <laughs> should we do he's Spin got, Challenge? He's got his headband on. <laughs> he's got one glove on his hand for golf. Yeah. <laughs> fr- That's true. I, I tell you what, I'm an expert at the table tennis. I will beat anyone at Wii table tennis. Anyway, so you can try this out. You can try this mm. fact out for us. If you lose your Wii sensor bar, you can just use two candles instead. What? 
So the only thing that the Wii Sensor Bar does, you know what that is? You remember yep. the Wii Sensor Bar? It's the little strip that normally you put above your TV. All it does is emit, it shines out two points of infrared light. That's all it's doing. So you're thinking that your remote is talking to the sensor bar. That's not what's happening at all. Mm. The sensor bar really isn't connected to the console. It's your handset is connected to the console. The sensor bar really does nothing. It shoves out these two bits of infrared light, which fire does naturally. So give this a go. Replace your sensor bar with two candles, and that will help your handset talk to the console. So tell you what. Wee Night has just got a lot more serious. Those candles that my girlfriend lights for a bit of romantic mood, they're going straight out. You're messing with the sensor bar. That's why you're beating me. Yeah, you're getting the candles out. You think well about thinking. Yes, we are. Mario so, Super Smash Brothers. Yes, please. Can two... No, we're doing the, we're doing the Wii Fit, mate. You know, the little board. <laughs> you step... Yeah, where everyone went, oh, this is going to transform me, make me fit as ever. And literally, all you did was just step up. <laughs> just step go down. out and have a run. Step up. Just go step out and down. have a run. Can two candles play against each other ultimately then? What do you mean? So there's the... No, the candle is in place of one sensor bar. So instead of having that bar that you put on the top of the telly, you replace that with two candles below. And so it on will do top the of same... the TV? No, just below. Right. It so will do below the... the TV, two candles are there. Yeah, it will do the same thing. Without the sensor bar. I, yeah, you don't need the sensor bar. I understand this but what is... The, how did the cat... Right. So there the we lo- go, he's got it, finally. What the light is doing, the light is telling your controller and handset where it is in relation to the two of them. So it, that's how it does the direction. So the sensor bar does nothing apart from just shining a little light. Right. And that helps your controllers figure out where they figure are in relation are. to each other, in relation to the light, in relation to that console. So I understand this is hard to get your head like around, I've been but lied to. if you have a go, if you've got one at home... Next time you, your wife wants a little, or your partner wants a little bit of it on a Friday night, what are we doing? We're will, playing Mario Party. Yes, we are. I will say one thing: if you if you if you do have one at home, sell it. Yeah, they're pricey. Them you can't get them anymore. Still, really? Yeah, them wees. They're like they're, they're sought after. My parents have one, and it was a bit of a white elephant. I used to play it, but my dad's always really annoyed. You know, you know when your parents get annoyed at that thing. Oh, you remember mm. that time you made me make a wee? Uh, not even from Yorkshire, but you know what I mean. Uh, and he could sell it now for a lot of cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really, they're really, really hard to get. Really, really hard to get. I love them. Yeah. So get me a Wii. Have you seen that they're bringing out new? You remember Wii Sports? They're, they're doing it on the Switch. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Me and you, eh? Touch. Yeah, I yeah. can't wait for it. Absolutely. And I'm going to get cricket. I'm going to get cricket 22. I can't wait for it. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. The phrase goodbye actually means God be with ye. No, it doesn't. I don't believe it. So in the 1500s to the 1600s, when people exited the village to go somewhere else, they would say, God be with thee. And that has changed to goodbye. And people use it without even knowing what it actually truly what? stands actually, for. That, I, was, I poo-pooed on this. Sorry about your IBS. I poo-pooed it very quickly. But I think that could be correct. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. God, God, God be with yay, ye. What would it be, ye, would it? Ye? Why ye? God be with yay. Yeah. God be with ye. Yeah. And it's just over the years, it's become goodbye. The probably, yeah. But it makes sense because I think when you look at the 1500s to the 1600s, don't know much about that time. Loads, but of, loads of pretzels. Loads I would imagine around there. And loads of pretzels. It was a very religious time. So I can imagine that that would, that would be something that you would say to somebody as they left your, I your yeah, kind I, of I presence. Can go, I can go with that. God because, be with you, you yeah, know? Because... Yeah, have a pretzel, you did your prayers. Absolutely, yeah. Because, <laughs> I, you know, we say bye more than we say goodbye nowadays. So, and because it's good... You think, well, it must come from that. But really, why would the word by ever exist? So it must be God be with you. Well, God be with ye could have come in, could have like changed to, you know, Goddy, 
God be. I'm thinking about how it can change over the look, years. Look, let me. God, let, God, let, God be let, you. Let me say something. God be you. God be you. You're sounding. God per- be you. You're sounding perfectly smart doing this. You God don't, be you. Don't need to. No, I'm just you saying. Don't I'm need just to try you, and analyze was, it more than you are. See, he I'm was for, sounding perfectly smart, and he started going. God be you. God be you. <laughs> what I'm trying to do God is. Be you. I'm trying to think about how it's changed over the years. From God be with ye, I reckon it then become God be ye. Yeah. Then maybe like goodbye. Be. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to do this. I can figure it all out in my brain. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I can put like two and two together and make four. I just want to, you know, give a little bit of it. Goodbye. Goodbye. And then it finished with goodbye. Goodbye. What you're actually saying is God be with you. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. Yeah. You have been the one. You have been the one for me. Yeah. But if you had but said, of course, the original version had, God be here, my lover. <laughs> God be here, my friend. <laughs> if you had said goodbye in the 1500s and 1600s, they wouldn't know what you're saying. No. So they say, God be with you. No, they just be yelling, God be here. God be ya! Yeah, how did they say it back then? God be with you. Yeah. I really enjoyed that, Colin. I tell you what, in two years, there is, and this is no insult at all because you know this and the listener does as well. There's been a handful of times where you've given me a fact and I think, you know what? That is fantastic. <laughs> it's funny if you know where I got the fact from then, isn't it? Where is it from? On the pizza Saturday. What? So one of your mates told you this? Out on the gins. Well, I'm immediately, I disbelieve it now. That was a bit, bit, bit of a group of us and uh, one of my mates, intelligent guy, like you, good, good, good brain, knows a lot. And I said, lads, look, you got any facts? You had a few drinks, and then Kate told me this fact. I thought that's a great fact. Yeah. But I did research, and it is true. I'm loving it, man. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> It's happened. I, and I heard your belly go... You're welcome that. to clip it in, but I feel so f***ing released now. My God. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. So Arthur Conan Doyle, who is, of course, who, Connor? Is he an author? He is an author, yeah. Is he actually? Yeah. Author. No way. Yeah, did Sherlock Holmes. He was also the goalkeeper for Portsmouth, I think. That was a complete guess. No. Uh, he was the author of Sherlock Holmes. He also solved crimes in real life. He noticed inconsistencies in the closed cases of two men, which he believed to be falsely accused. So he went and solved them. He fired. You did, literally seconds ago. Oh, yeah, that was me. <laughs> so it, it, how did he solve them? What were the cases about, do you know? So the first case was in 1906, and it involved uh, a guy who was half British, half Indian. He was a lawyer named George Edelaji, uh, and he allegedly penned threatening letters and mutilated animals uh so police went and convicted him uh and conan doyle was like saw the case read about the case went nope that absolutely didn't work uh, and then he went and solved it and basically because him solving that first case and then solving the second case that is where the uk court of appeals comes from oh wow that's all great. thanks to sir arthur conan doyle i i need to ask you a question yes where do you get your facts from because i actually think that the internet if, no Sources, books. Because if you look at the consistency of good, solid facts, here I am. I dick about with these facts that I think are actually quite good. They're, they're, they're the extent of what I do. He digs deep. Get some good stuff. Books. You actually go to the library and read books no, for these he facts. Go to the library. What he does, I, I imagine what he does. He's got uh, maybe good a, facts. Maybe he's got a little note page, and when he hears a tidbit, he puts it down. That's exactly what I do. And then he'll expand on it and he'll research. When you it's hear true. a tidbit, what, like what? What's your tidbit that you've heard? Well, you know, like the other day yeah. when you were in the pub and someone said to you, uh, "That's once in a blue moon, by the way." Fine, I've been doing this for over twenty-four that. months. It's happened once. You remember that? Yeah. Maybe because Mark interacts fact. with a few like more sophisticated individuals. It's true. He makes a note and looks it up. That's yeah. a good fact. That I like that a lot. That's strong. Yeah, Thanks. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, strong. All that is is information. That is 
That's not really much. You that's can't, basically you, what a fact is. Yeah, I mean, we are a comedy fact podcast. We do need to remind you of that sometimes. But because we can't do much with that, you know. But it's just it's solid, it's solid information, that. Second fact of the show for me, and I need you to go with this, okay? Connor, I'm looking at you because I think you might like the payoff, random as it is. I'm going to shut my eyes. This is the inspiration behind one of Michael Jackson's most famous lyrics. Now, in the late 1800s, a mysterious girl killed herself by jumping into the River Seine in Paris. Has anybody thought always Peter, Andre, Peter yeah. Andre here? Yeah, yeah that's always got in his head. Dude, this, you What's understand how it works. Lyrics up mysterious from? girl. <laughs> okay. In the late 1800s, a mysterious girl killed herself by jumping off the bridge. She's called the Unknown Girl because no one really knows who she was. She killed herself by jumping into the river in Paris. She was called the Unknown Woman of the Seine. She was then taken to the morgue. The guy who was working on it thought she looked so beautiful. He ordered a plaster cast of her face. Mm, that's creepy. Then a hundred or so years later, they invented CPR. You know, yep, to save the robots from lives. Star Wars. Boof, boof, boof. You know when they do that when you've got a heart attack, they give you CPR and you get the dolls, don't you? Yeah, you with me? They used the plaster cast face of this beautiful woman as the CPR doll. They modelled the CPR doll on this beautiful plaster cast woman who drowned in a saint. You did mention Michael Jackson, didn't you, earlier? It's coming. <laughs> they, the, the man who named this doll, yep. named it after, he was a Norwegian, named it after her, her, his daughter called Annie, and that inspired Michael Jackson's line, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? So that song, no, I'm really, not. I'm a CPR doll. I've never been. That okay. song you've often wondered is really about this mysterious woman that jumped into the scene. Has he admitted this? Yeah, has he? Well, as in he he he, he has admitted that that's where he got the name. That's where he got the phrase. Annie, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? So basically, Annie? I know, I know, I know. It was a long walk for a short swim, but I just enjoyed the. So fact what that's he's done? I, I feel like that phrase of a short swim probably isn't appropriate in this instance. <laughs> so he has thought of. Are you okay to somebody called Annie? Could just be. Uh, yeah, but it was named after this specific medical doll. Wow. Long winded, that, isn't it? Yeah, quite long winded. Because <laughs> it could have just and been any. The whole time as it well, could have so just been long-winded. any Annie. No, but it was specifically this Annie. And he came up with Annie, are you okay? Could have been a bit more creative, couldn't he, with it? Annie, are you okay? He only well, had those syllables, didn't he? Annie, oh. are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And the doll was named Annie, Annie not the girl that killed okay? herself. Doll was named Annie after, after the, the Norwegian makes his daughter. Yeah. yeah and what was the go. daughter called? Annie. She was called Annie. Yeah. yeah that's why it was named And after. we still don't know if she's okay. Uh, 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 yeah. You know what? Let's. I'm confi- I would say I, I let's go it. through it again, but I feel no, like we've spent a long time let's on Let's invoke one of the rare things that we do on this show, which is the Connor Explains mid-episode clause. Yeah. Run us through that fact again from top to bottom as well. You can remember right. it. So there was a girl who mysteriously jumps off a bridge and killed herself. We don't know much about her. She had a picture released of what they thought she looked like. Something like that. Yeah. Then creepy Gordy guy thought, oh, I want this to be made as a real life thing because I think she's sexy. So that happened. Then, was it just a picture, was it? Or was it a paper mache? Paper mache. The paper mache. Cast, yeah. Then things happened with the paper mache and him, I would assume. Okay. Weird guy. Do you want me to go down that path? Or? Nope. No. Then... They created CPR. Somehow that they practiced that on her head. Yeah. Did he create CPR? No, this was about 150 years later. Right. So why was her head used? Because she was so beautiful. And because she was because she looked not just beautiful, but 
she was unknown. She looked mysteriously unknowable. And her head would just, was it in a museum? Or did they just wake up and go, we'll call the guy who had a head made of a weird girl? Pretty much that, yeah. Right. That happened in history. And then Michael Jackson sang about it. Are we going to stick that on the TikTok? I mean, <laughs> I think that was the most concise can accounting I, of a fact I've I ever heard. 50,000 views. Just, I believe this. I think it's a good fact too. But get yourself in where I am right now. It, does it, it, it sounds weird to me. Yeah, how this has all come together as a thing. It's all a bit weird. I'll give it to you. When I all a bit weird. researched that and then wrote it out, it made more sense when I wrote it out. I can't believe that a weird guy... The thing that I'm losing here is a guy got a head made of a girl that he found attractive, which is strange as a it dead, is. A dead girl he found A dead attractive. girl. Yeah. That, that is very much And then weird. somehow he was rung up by the local CPR unit. No, 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 he wasn't rung up, no. Oh, how did they get the head then? Well, be, uh, it was quite a famous image. So this guy makes the plaster cast of this dead woman that he finds really attractive, and it was a very famous uh, statue of the time. The unknown woman of the same. What have you just... Have you just... Yeah. Producer Adam has just sent... Connor, a picture of the unknown woman of the saying, the plaster cast, that becomes, so if you Google CPR doll, it'll be her face. Kind of sums my day up, doesn't it? There you go, CPR <laughs> dummy, same face. So where's the body to practice CPR? Well, there, it's just below the face. Because all you need is the, the top the, half, don't you? You only, you only need anything the like her. Oh, maybe not to your layman's eyes. It, uh, it, Connor, I'll tell you what, mm. take us through it one more time. No, I'm <laughs> right, moving on swiftly. Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
If you want to get in touch with the show, it's info at bafflepod.com. A particular hello and a warm welcome if you found us by our brand new TikTok page. Whoop, 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 so whoop, if you are... Why do you have to do that when we do TikTok? Nee, 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 nee. Is that the IBS alarm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mark. Ya. Bit of Bye. passion. But no, Mark, so listen to him. Baffle TikTok. Whoa. So we got this baffled TikTok account. Such a right? mineral water, and isn't he? Such a mineral water. He's a, he's a ready salted crisp mineral yeah. water and a dairy milk kind of lad on a desert island. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a fantastic thing. And I'm not just uh, saying this because it's part of what we do. Um, it's very, very good. You can get like bite-sized versions of these facts. You can see where we so recorded. It's very much not the fact Dan just gave yeah, us before the ad break. Uh, you, you get very you could have a look inside our studio and they're just great they're nice they're perfect for TikTok if you want short bam facts straight there and people are loving them 20,000 views 50,000 views they're loving them you can be one of them at BafflePod on TikTok and you get to see what we look like yeah people think you look like Kevin De Bruyne yeah <laughs> yeah a, a white guy with like slightly ginger hair you do actually look like him a little I look bit nothing like Kevin De Bruyne Mark Ed and we are waiting for that uh, so come rolling in what do you reckon you're going to get Probably like... Yeah, well, I was going to say... Yeah. Probably like Leonardo DiCaprio back in the day. I was going to say, yeah, American porn star of the 70s. I'd say porn star, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Torso upwards. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. At Baffled Pod on TikTok, and we're on Insta as well, and it's info at baffledpod.com. If you've got an email for us, seriously, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Connor, give us your last fact of the show. Okay, so the severed head of a sea slug can grow a whole new body. How does it do this, Connor? So... The Alicia Marginata, which actually sounds a little bit like a pizza. Maybe a, yeah, the way you is said that it. because you said it in an Italian accent yeah, or a two for one cocktail? Oh, yeah. To me, that sounds like it would get you very drunk. What would anyway. be in an Alicia Margherita? I instantly think red. So yeah. maybe like a sickly red, sickly red. Maybe a little bit of grenadine, a bit of vodka, maybe some fresh orange juice so squeezed. Sex on the beach. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> which is a type of sea slug. What, a sex on the beach? No. <laughs> ah, yes. Sex and slugs, wonderful. Has been found to not only survive decapitation, but to be able to grow a whole new body from it. So eco- eco- <clears throat> ecologists at Nara Women's University in Japan found that a few hours after having their heads severed from their bodies, the slugs' heads were already nibbling on algae as if Little nothing slugs. had happened. So one thing to take here, does this happen? Do they cut? the heads off of animals and see what happens. I'm sure they do a lot worse. Wonderful. So in about 20 days, one third of the sea slugs studied had fully grown back their bodies, heart included. Dad, my favourite bit was when you when you said they eat owl guys. Yeah. Owl guys, yeah, they were eating owl guys with no body. Sounds, uh, like, that in your head. sounds like a budget. Some of our guys, some of their guys. Yeah, it sounds like a budget supermarket in Brentwood. Owl guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do. Yeah. You want two for one burgers? They do. Great. Owl guys. Yeah. Owl guys. They sell some t-shirts too in owl yeah. guys. You know, and they always have the milkshake dis- uh, display when you come in. Milkshake machine, like Target. That's good. Anyway, uh, yeah, so there was... What? You know, it's algaes. Yes, algaes. That's algae. it. Algae. Algaes. Now I'm thinking of geese. I'm not in this today <laughs> with this fact. No? My head's gone. Uh. Yeah, I'm thinking about loads of different things. Sex, slugs, algaes. Yeah, I did know it was how at one point he went, yeah, sex with slugs. <laughs> and then we just like said nothing as if it was all, normal. All like, <laughs> We just went, all right, uh, and let you carry on you as if thing. it was a normal thing for you to say. What I have got in my head, though, from this, is a uh, bodiless slug head eating leaves. And that is where it ends for me. Okay. Any questions? No, it just. Do you I, think it's a little bit like Snake the Game, where the more leaves he eats, the body starts growing back that way? All jokes aside, how they grow back a heart 
mental, right? Is, well, it's, it's mental as how you grow a heart in the first place. Yeah, but it's all right. Go right back, you know. Yeah, but if you, you can, you know, you could grow, you grow skin back, don't you? Yeah, but a heart? Could you grow a heart? Maybe a human has. No. No, I don't know. No, it's dead. Yeah, there we go. I think one of the things you should stop doing is just putting stuff out there, just postulating stuff. Oh, do you remember the guy who grew his own heart back? Did that happen? No, no, I didn't, know. The Alicia Marginata. Marginata. What would be on Alicia Marginata pizza? I think that would be a margarita pizza yeah. with some jalapenos. Yeah. And, every, Alicia... and, every, and every time you take a slice, a new one just appears. Yeah, because yeah, Alicia is fiery. What a good idea that is for a pizza. Never-ending pizza. Yep, there ah, we go. Never-ending pizza. Mark, give us your last fact of the show. 100 Years is an upcoming experimental science fiction short film which you will never, ever get to see. Is it because it's in 100 years' time? Because it comes out in 100 years' time. Well, I think I will, because I think I'm going to live till I'm over 100. Do you think so? You think you're going to live to the year 2115? Yeah, try me. What about that volcano that erupts every 600,000 years <laughs> and apparently we've reached it? No, you're changed. Apparently be coming. Yep. That would be bigger news. I read that on the way. That Did was you? going to be a fact. Did you? Yeah. Just thinking about like, that got me thinking about timelines. Yeah. Yeah. Then you I should stop about that was the link there. out loud on the podcast. Just in case you're listening to this podcast going, oh, that's a weird edit. What have they cut out there? Nothing. Nothing. That is what? genuinely what just happened. What's it called, this film? A hundred years. So tell me about it. Who's so? When was it? When did it start being made? It's gonna be, uh, it's so gonna it be was really a short boring. film written by John Malkovich, so a very famous actor, uh, and it was made as a promotion for uh, Louis the Eighth cognac because that is the length of time it takes to make a bottle of cognac. Um, so the film's plot still remains a complete secret. This is the bit that I found most interesting. The film is being kept in a high tech safe behind bulletproof glass that will not open until it automatically opens on November the eighteenth. 2115, which is the day of the film premiere. A few questions. Well, first one, do you know what form it's been shot in? Like, what is it being kept in? Because, you know, the law of computing and technology, the speed of something doubles or halves every year. So by the time that this is... I mean, imagine opening it. We'll all be watching uh, films on Mars, but... Imagine opening it and realising it's a Betamax. Johnny English, if anyone... Wondering, like me. What? Do you know what I was going to say? the bad guy. Do you know what I think, right? <laughs> as soon as he said John Mamalkovich, famous actor, I thought, I guarantee Connor knows him just from John English. John English, the bad guy, yeah. Looks good young, actually. What's his name off the top of your head? Pascal Sauvage. Pascal Sauvage, yeah. John Malkovich. Great film. Legend. <laughs> also in the film being John Malkovich. Uh, I didn't hear, sorry, uh, what the film was about because I was Googling his name. No one really knows. They have released three trailers for it, but the whole synopsis of the film, the whole plot, complete secret. So only those who are in it know what it is. I don't like this for a couple of reasons. Main reason I don't like it is because it's advertising for a cognac. Secondly, I don't think anyone will watch it because I think by by the time it's meant to become out, people have moved on. So there are a thousand there are a thousand guests from around the world who have received a pair of invitation tickets made out of metal so that they can't degrade over time. Uh, John Malkovich is one of those. Rodriguez, the director, is one of those, and basically they can like hand them down through generations. It's so pathetic, isn't it? You know what? I'm gonna. It's like please remember that I do things. Please remember I'm creative. Twenty one fifty one. Twenty one fifteen. 2115. It's 2115. I will be 9, 15, 24. 24? No, you're 30 now. Yeah, 19. So what's 15? So I'll be 124 years old. Yeah, so you you may get to see it. 
So what? It is about science and how it's changed over the years. No, it's just no. No one knows what this film is about. I thought it was about. So it's called a hundred years. No one knows what it could be. Him over a hundred years. Do you know what it's about? No, I I I know what it's about. This is a science fiction short film. That's all we know. It's about sci-fi, not literally. It's about about Frenchman who wants to take over, who wants to become the king of England. That's Johnny English. So he can turn it into a prison. (laughs) Then he said that to me anymore. (laughs) And it's only a very silly spy that can stop him. Yeah. Sounds like a sh- film. You like Johnny English, though, don't you? I love yeah. Johnny English. <laughs> I thought you did. Where would you rank it on a scale of cheaper by the dozen? Fifth. Yeah. Ah. Cheap by the dozen. One. I like the fact I didn't even give you the scale. I just gave you one end of it, and you were like, fifth. Cheap by the dozen, one. Cheap by the dozen, two. Number two. Freaky Friday, three. Yeah. What, the, the, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Lindsay and Lohan. Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Uh, fancied her a lot when that yeah. came out what Jamie Lee Curtis Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis a little bit in my older times yeah. kind of into the older women I don't like the hair fourth I like yeah. the hair yeah fourth daddy daycare <laughs> of course <laughs> so this is a quality <laughs> list of films here you were absolutely the kid right you were absolutely the kid when you were on your school holidays where your mum just plonked you down in front of those things yeah all day fifth Johnny English yeah. sixth Johnny English two no. seventh Johnny English three no eighth Goodfellas <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Connor's favourite films. You know what we should do? We should do commentary track. You know, if, if this podcast had been p- probably going through lockdown, we would have spent time doing like commentary tracks about those films. That's yeah. what everyone did. All podcasts reviewed films. You, I know, think you we, know this podcast did happen during lockdown, right? Yeah, I know. But, you know, we weren't probably going. We weren't the, 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 the broadcasting behemoths that we are today. I think we are one more sh- fact away from Mark from a road, road trip around America, don't you? Well, you, you said earlier that he was giving great facts. Yeah, but they're as well as great aren't they like they're great facts but then you never laugh when has he ever given us a fact where we've laughed after it what was that one about 100 years 100 years Johnny yeah. English we always Johnny English <laughs> we always go way back in time yeah always what back to 2015 oh it's back in time yeah seven years ago right I've said this to you before if it's a fact it has to have happened in the past it can't happen in the future you never know I've got a fact to you that's happening in the future in a hundred years' time, there is a film coming out that is made by John Malkovich, who plays the bad guy in Johnny English. Yeah, but that's not the few. It's been made already. So is that a fact or not? Yeah. Absolutely. There we go. You know what I might do when I get home? It's actually less than a hundred years what's, now. What's Johnny like, English? 93. Last fact of the show comes from me, DWS Big Simo, Dan Simpson. Hello. Thank you for being there. The creator of the pop-up has made a formal apology of his creation. What? The creator of the pop-up has formally apologised for the pop-up. What? What? What is the pop-up? Like pop, pop-up ads. Pop-up ads. Okay, oh. sure. that's fine because there's a lot of pop-up different stuff. You can get pop-up shops. You can get pop-up tents. Oh, like I, I wanted to know exactly what pop-up we're talking mm. about. A pop-up ad. Pop-up, pop-up pirate. pirate. <laughs> Sorry, just let daylight in upon magic. Producer Adam has found the button for talking into our headphones. He's been doing it all bloody <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Whenever he's got a gag. Normally, that one was pop-up pirate. (laughs) Normally it's only me that can hear it and I just relay the good ones. I've never relayed one. (laughs) Ethan Zuckerman, who is the man who invented pop-up ads. In the late 90s, he worked for Tripod.com, a a website that marketed content. You, You know what we get now. All of those websites that we have, like BuzzFeed and all of that, like content websites. Tripod was one of the early ones. They were a proto social network and they found their best revenue stream was selling merchandise and adverts by pop-ups. 
Ethan Zuckerman created them. He invented the pop-up ads. Back in 2014, he wrote a long, groveling apology to The Atlantic and to Forbes magazine saying, look, Hans, I'm sorry I invented the internet's worst quality. The thing is, if he didn't do it, someone would have done, wouldn't it? Like... Like, I mean, good on you for taking ownership and fair play, but someone would have come up with it. I've got a friend of mine that um, works within the world of, of, of that. And, and, and it's, it's, you don't realise how much goes into it. He, he works for understanding what they're trying to advertise and why they should be where they should be. He works with the actual structure of that. And it's intense. Like, Never has someone said so many words and meant yeah. so little. So, like, why do you get pop-ups for your pencil cases that you should buy? And why do I get pop-ups for sweets? Well, because of your... it's because <laughs> Cookies. Of, yeah, because of cookies. And also, it's not just that. So, you know, pe- we might have discussed this on the podcast before. You know how people think your phones are listening to you, which they probably are to some degree, let's be fair. But um, how maybe I go around Mark's house... Imagine that happening. Oh, that's good fun, isn't it? Maybe I go around Mark's, but we're having a day, we're having a night... You know, yeah, mate, do you want to walk on? <laughs> playing Wii Sports, talking about post boxes. But maybe he'll tell me about uh, a, a new football boot that he's just seen. And then I get advertisements for it. And everyone's thinking, oh, well, it must be listening. It's actually because when my phone logs onto your Wi-Fi, yeah. it shares info. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can just imagine, honestly, this night, Dan turns up at Mark's front door. Oh, you are, mate. Do you want a bottle of water? Yeah, lovely, mate. Lovely. Walks whoa, in, whoa, sits, whoa, whoa, sit, whoa, sit, sit, down, sit down. We're sit, not splashing out on that. Sits down on the sofa and goes, sits down, sits down on the sofa and goes, God, see, there's no football boots that have come out, mate. <laughs> You're there like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you want to top up on the wall, mate? <laughs> yeah, you're not drinking your water. <laughs> I don't understand what's funny about this. That sounds like a f***ing great night. Done us some snacks, mate. Got a little bit of broccoli in there in a minute. Got of olives. <laughs> sounds like a laugh. Uh, I can't be doing with olives, mate. They're do, far too exotic. Where are you going to have us over for a baffled night? Literally never, because you just took the piss out of what it would actually be. <laughs> do you know what we could do? We could all get naked and play Wii Sports. What was the well, name in which of- case you must come around on a Wednesday? <laughs> what was the name of the first? Yeah, that's naked. That's naked. Uh, naked Wednesdays. Night. Um, what was the name of the first John English sequel? John English Saves the World. Wasn't it Our Guy? Uh, Reborn. Th- John English 3 was John English Strikes Again. What was the first one? John English. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot Natalie and Broody was in that film. Oh, my. Yeah, she was, yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> Don't remind me. You, Connor, just dreaming at night of Natalie and Broody and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. What a time. Right, thank you very much for listening oh, to this episode. She's always torn. Yeah. yeah, if you only never just put those ever two knew together. that she was in the film. Uh, wow. Yeah, she, also won, she also won the Mass Singer this year on the UK version. That was great, wasn't it? <laughs> now, we have rambled on this episode, haven't we? <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Baffled. What have we learned? Well, if you break your Wii sensor bar, you can use candles instead. Oh, talking of that, if you want a good night out, get yourself down to Mark's for a game of Mario Kart and a nice mineral water. Come and on over, wo- bring your own crisps. And the woman who sits... Ready, solid. And the woman who sings Torn... Is in Johnny English. Who'd have thought? Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Mark. Goodbye. And I will say goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. How do you say it? How do you say it? Goodbye. 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 No, it's goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, one of those. All right. Take your pick. We'll see you later. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.